this episode of the Fan Man Disney Podcast. I'm DJ Gove. Chris Davis. How's it going? Not too bad. How you been? Not bad. Not bad. It's been a while since we did one of these. It's been a little while. There hasn't been a whole hell of a lot to talk about, but uh, there cha- hasn't. That yeah, changed in that the last changed, week. That changed. So, uh, big, big shakeup. Um, and normally we talk about Disney Park stuff exclusively, but this is Disney corporate proper, um, which will affect the parks in some way, shape, or form. It already is a little bit, but certainly. Uh, Emperor Chapek has been ousted. And uh, Bob Iger is back as the CEO of the Disney Corporation. Interesting little twist there where the handpicked successor is now replaced by the former emperor. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And it's funny, too, because like, people are like, you know, throwing parades. And like, I heard there's people who are going to like, they, people started their own parade at Magic Kingdom the other day. It's, you're, people immediately think that everything that changed with Disney is going to revert back. Yeah. So let's get that out right off the bat. So (laughs) anyone who thinks that Bob Iger is coming back and you people are getting your free fast passes back and your free dining, you're out of your goddamn mind. It's not happening. So the easiest way to look at this in my mind is just take a look at the timeline. Iger left in February of 2020. Mm -hmm. You are barely over two years into this guy's tenure. Yep. When did Genie Plus go live? A year ago, a year del- and a half well, ago. It got delayed too. It was supposed it to go live delayed. during before pandemic. So it was all an Iger of that plan. Was all under oh, Iger. One hundred percent. The closing of the Disney stores and bringing them in that all started under Iger. Yeah, it's it's an interesting twist, and I'm not sure exactly why. I get I get why you're bringing him back in, but it's you didn't have the PR guy running the company anymore. You had a businessman running the company. Mm-hmm. You had a, you definitely had a PL balance sheet kind of guy, profits and losses. And, you know, which kind of made it odd to me that the shareholders voted him out. The shareholders had just given Chappick an extension in I June. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, so, I mean, obviously you look at it because you're, you have a way better business sense than I do. I'm more looking at it through Mickey or colored glasses. Sure. Um, I think it was just the fact, the simple fact that you have, you know, and they're probably going to have another down quarter this year because that Lost Journey movie is coming out. No one's going to go see it. Mm-hmm. So it's another, it's another movie that's, that's messed up. Um, the ones that should have went to the theater, like Encanto and stuff, didn't. So you lost all that box office revenue. I know Black Panther's doing good, but it's going to fizzle out because it's not a very good movie. Um, I think, he, and, and on top of it all, he's just, he's, everyone thinks he's a dick. So I think it's just a bad face for the company. It was just bad optics. Having him be your, you know, it's, your family-friendly entertainment company, and he's your head, and he's just this—he's—he's he's a supervillain. Well, that's the thing, and the one thing Disney fans, by and large, they'll give you lip service and tell tell you that they understand that it's a company and it's a major corporation that their their interface with it is a very small part of what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a classic situation that they think the tail wags the dog and not the other way around. Yeah, yeah, it's. This didn't, let me assure, if anybody's confused about this, fan uproar on a Facebook page or Twitter or anything like had zero to do with what happened here. Yes. No one cares that you are upset that you have to pay to go on Rise of the Resistance. Oh my God. No one gives a, sh- no one gives a damn. It does. That's not part of this it's, equation. And, and even he, I understand that. So when people say stuff like that, it cracks me up because I'm, I'm a delusional, a Disney adult wackadoo. <laughs> sure. So when I get it and you don't get it, that's pretty bad. It's the one thing that made me laugh more than anything is people were throwing Chappic under the bus for, oh, when they had issues with 
Galaxy's Edge and Rise of the Resistance and everything like that, he threw this per this person under the bus. That's he didn't take responsibility for any of that. These are the same people that ignore the fact that Chapik was the fourth person that was supposed to take over for Iger, and he fired the other three because he didn't want to leave. Yeah. Not because they did anything wrong. Yeah. He wasn't ready to go, came up with some reason why they shouldn't be there anymore, and then he's gone. So that's I took that especially out of the press release. The fact that you're here for two years to find a successor. Like you could have put that second part of the sentence in bold. Yes. Like you're you're 0 for 4, son. Yeah. And it's on you. So you had the good ship lollipop. Everybody was making money. Stock was going through the roof. It went from 20 to 170 at one point, although the 170 was under Chappic. So we won't split hairs there. Yeah. Um, So all you had to do was spend money hand over fist. There was tons of fan service. I'm going to buy all your superhero characters and I'm going to buy Star Wars. And it's all, you know what? You like those Pixar movies we do? I'm going to go buy that too for you. Easy decisions. I mean, saying that, yeah, I'm going to buy Star Wars is not a hard decision to come to. It's people talked about the $4 billion price tag. And I remember us chatting about this Mm -hmm. when it happened. I'm like, that thing's going to be paid off in a year. You're not even concerned about that's, they essentially got it for free. You paid that off with BB-8 robots. Before The Force Awakens came out. Oh yeah! Before you spent any money, they already had that. You covered. probably paid off a magic bands for Christ, or just it's, like Wookie cookies. I mean, just being able to use the characters at your whim. You're I just mean, buying its IP. Yeah, they and that's at the core. Disney stopped being a parks company years ago. Mm-hmm. The value in Disney is the treasure trove of IP they have that they can repurpose again and again, so they can make this. It's actually and it's very smart how they did it. Um, and this started before Iger got there. Uh, you know, this is, they've created a spot where they have these indelible characters that they can just keep pushing out generation after generation after generation mm-hmm. where, and even some of the characters that everybody trumpets, they weren't even theirs. Walt stole all the princesses from fairy tales yeah, we need and just retconned them for uh, all of them. Snow White, none of that is Mr. Disney's. Toad. None of it is Disney's. No, none of it is. They just the mouses, the mouse, the duck, the you, dogs. There you go. That's you it. got your core seven, eight, yeah. and you got some little offshoots there. Oh yeah, yeah. You know the whole goof troop, and you know we got nieces and nephews in the duck family and yeah, all yeah. that shit, which are all but, great. Yeah, no, they are. But your core, when you walk around that park, Peter Pan is not a Disney thing. No, he's not. Your haunted mansion, that's Disney. Yes, Small World, Captain that's Jack. You know, um, Dumbo. Mm. It's questionable. You know, stuff like there's things that Captain Jack, yes. Yeah. You got the pirate stuff. So you had a handful of rides that you were able to build back one. But even that, they're mining their own IP for film franchises. Yes. They're taking all the animation and going, it's, and that's another, we can talk about the, how Chappick kind of stepped on it and, you know, by and large, if you look at the statistics, he was right. Yes. It just hit a nerve with all of us adults that walk around with ears on yep. through the parks that, you know. Again, because he's just such a dick about it. Like, I mean, you can you can do everything he did and do it with a smile and people would probably eat it up. But because he was just so abrasive, mm-hmm. just, it was from the start. I grab, it's funny too, because I remember people used to call for Iger's head too. And then as soon as he was gone, he'd be like, oh, we want Bobby back. 
Well, and what it is, is the difference was in the presentation. You nailed it. Yep. So nothing, this is probably a good segue into why Iger versus Chapik here. Because by and large, and I'm curious to get your take on this, I don't think you're going to see a whole hell of a lot change. No, so let's go into that. Not so, from a business standpoint. No, that's a good one. So, I mean, so the parks are not the problem here. The parks are making money hand over fist. Oh, my God. Your, your, your problem is, is your movie and entertainment wings, right? They're the ones that are losing money? It's the movie, most certainly. Yeah, the movies um, are, have been bad. And, and they're not getting better. Well, and the model was broken. Yeah. So you spend two hundred to then market for another two to two fifty, and now unless you make six or seven hundred million, it's a failure. Which those days are kind of, I don't want to say gone because Maverick made a billion and a half dollars, but Maverick was a rare, a rare. It bird, was the I think. right movie coming out of the right pandemic time. to pull people yeah. in, but and it's also excellent. After that, oh, the movie was amazing. Yeah. But since Maverick, how many times have you been drawn? Like I still haven't. I wanted to go see Wakanda Forever the opening weekend. And it got away from those couple days. Yep. And now I honestly can't tell you when I'm going to find time. Yeah. I saw Black Adam opening weekend. Um, because we went a few days later. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. One, that one we actually fit in, which is kind of telling. Yeah. Like I saw Wakanda Forever because, you know, I was lucky enough to be invited to a media thing for it. Um, mm-hmm. But it just wasn't good. I never want, I never need to watch that movie again. Well, and here was the, <laughs> here was the thing that made it so I couldn't fit in. So the desire was there. I couldn't go on. I had gotten an invite for like the Thursday night thing and I yep. just couldn't make that. And as I'm working through that weekend, right? Now I'm trying to find a spot. Okay, this movie's two hours and 45 minutes long. There's going to be 20 minutes of previews and then I got to stick around for another 15 minutes until I get to a mid-credit scene. So now I need three and a half to four a, hours a, plus travel. Yeah, it's a three hour and 20 minute clip. So I don't have that chunk of time. If you're, you gave me a 90 minute movie, Roll in, hit that. Like if it was an Ant Man and the Wasp, that's going to clock in under two hours. Mm-hmm. You're going to be sure. Yeah, and even that one, like that one's coming up next. I think that one's going to not do well either, just because of the simple fact that I think the whole like you know this this whole phase with Kang and everything. I think it's going to be too confusing for your, you know, obviously like you know Aunt Aunt Gertrude and Uncle Larry understood. Oh, big alien man has rocks in his hands. Mm-hmm. Rocks bad. Alien guy bad. This Kang shit's going to be confusing, man. This it's going to be. It's not an easy. He's just, I think he's the wrong character to try to base a phase around. He's a very I, complex villain, especially when you don't have like the core of his story is Reeve Richards. You don't even have that established no, yet. No, I love all of the Marvel movies and I will never, especially after the little interaction we had and Mr. Feige being so sweet, um, I will sorry, never you, say a bad word. Good buddies with Feige now. It's Harley is not me. Yeah. My picture came out horrible. You'll never say it. Um, but there's a lot that I like that he's doing. I fucking adored She-Hulk. Yes. You know why? Because it wasn't anything to do with any of the Marvel movies. There's yeah. no big bad coming from the sky or any of that kind of stuff. It was grounded for different tone, mm-hmm. but the same reason I love the Netflix series yeah. when they happen. So that's the problem, I think. I think I, especially on the Marvel side, I just enjoy consuming my superhero content in TV show form now. Well, the pandemic has shifted that, right? So Disney's in this really hard spot where our viewing habits have changed. We all want to be able to consume this stuff at home. 
but the cost of their content to make it the way they want to do it. So expensive. That resulted in the billion five loss. Yeah. It's, and people want to point to, that's a Chappic thing. It happened under his watch. The Marvel shows, the Star Wars shows, all of that happened under Iger. All yeah. of this got greenlit and kicked off. Mm-hmm. It's Let's take a second, kids, and think back. Every time Feige gets up there and says, here's our next eight years, here's our next 10 years, right? This stuff was all in the works. There were directors and producers and writers and oh, all yeah. of that put in place long before She-Hulk ever came up. This isn't, this isn't hey, we finished filming Grey's Anatomy. We're yeah. taking a month off and we're going to crank out some scripts and we'll get yeah, you another no. one next season. No, this is planned. This is all slotted. Everything you love about Marvel and the Star Wars interconnectivity Hey, guess what? Remember Andor from that one movie that everybody liked that kind of fit in the middle? How many? You, you want 10, 12 episodes? Here you go. That show's amazing. Knock yourself out. It's gorgeous. Yeah. But they cater to <laughs> you're walking this crazy fine line, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to cater to the masses that are screaming about costs and everything. You can't do. What they're trying to do at ESPN, at Hulu, at Disney Plus for fourteen ninety nine a month when your subscriber base is that much smaller than Netflix. You're doing well. Yeah. But you're still you're not on par with a Netflix now. Yeah. So And that's how you lose the money. You have all the IP. Netflix has all the subscribers. I mean, the marriage makes perfect sense, but I don't know if we'll People have this delusion that things are going to get cheaper and everything's going to go back to, like, it's 2014 again, and it's not. Well, One thing I could see them doing on the Disney Plus side, like, they're already doing an ad-free versus an ad plan. Mm-hmm. I think that's certainly a way. going up. That's certainly a way you can go. I just uh, think you're going to get to the point where, I think that, you know, when, when, they, when the pandemic happened, you had your premiere access for, like, your Black Widow and your Mulan and stuff. I enjoyed that. I, I think you might. Definitely. I think you might get a similar model where it's like, hey, guess what? Mandalorian season three is coming out. It comes out on, you know, November 15th. However, if you want to premiere access it for an extra 10 bucks, we'll give it to you a week early and you get the first and I'll pay it. You'll pay it. Of course it. you will. Of course you will. So that's, I think and you're you going to go more than 10. Yep. Cause I mean, and Netflix is doing something kind of like that too, where they're not like, you know, like stranger things this year, they didn't drop them all at once because people just sign up for the 10 bucks, rip through stranger things, then cancel. It's crazy, right? And But how much of that... I've thought about this. So I'm happy you brought this one up. Um, you have the two distinctly different models. So in theory, from a business standpoint, Disney is better, right? Because you can't do the sign up for a month and see all of it. Mm-hmm. You're going to see four of the episodes. Or you'd have to wait until it's, it's no longer a water cooler show. Yeah. Everybody's already watched it. And then you can jump back in. Which, God forbid, you do nowadays. People Which, can't do it. Heather and I still do that. Well, used to do that um, with things like Dexter and yeah. Billions and Ray Donovan. I didn't need Showtime for the rest of it. Yeah. And we were kind of talking amongst ourselves. It wasn't like they weren't those shows that you really needed to do that way. At least not by the, by the end there, right? Netflix has the other model. They give you the whole thing, but yet their subscriber count stays insanely high. Like you would, yeah. it's kind of counterintuitive, right? You built a model for Disney that you we're going to charge you less, but it'll keep you on the hook. Yeah, watching um, dribs and drabs. And and the 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 Netflix subscriber base might be a little skewed because like you got to figure like everyone who has T Mobile gets Netflix, mm-hmm. 
and everyone who gets something else gets Netflix. Like my HBO Max comes free with my AT&T. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. So there's, but and Netflix is like the first streaming brand, but they also, I don't know, like, I don't think Netflix is that good. I mean. We jump out there for certain things. This, I'm always surprised because I don't pay attention to what's yeah. going out there. It's more event TV or if there's something yeah. like that. Um, some of the movies have been great. Like, I can't wait for Glass Onion to come out. I'm oh, pissed. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm yeah. pissed. I heard it's phenomenal. It's not in a theater anywhere by us. We'd yeah. have to go to like Fenway. Yeah. But or like, uh, was it Braintree or whatever? It man, was. Braintree might have it. Yeah. Exactly. It's supposed to be excellent. Excellent. Um, I know like, you know, I know, like right. So Disney Plus had new season of Mighty Ducks, the new Andor show. They had She-Hulk. They had all this stuff ripping off um, Hocus Pocus 2. Um, and See, that in my mind, that was one of those things. I... I like the first one. The first one was very much a time and place movie. Oh, 100%. For me. No, the second one wasn't the great, but it was something you was, had to watch. You you got to revisit old friends, yeah. but it wasn't it didn't really move the story no, it, forward it, it, or it anything didn't, like it didn't. That. But like Netflix just did that Wednesday show, which is a character everyone knows, completely reimagined, and it was phenomenal. I ate that show. I watched the whole thing in one day. But again, I'm not that's not how, you know, that's bad for business. I'm not canceling my Netflix, obviously, because I get it with my phone bill, but it's just, it's it's weird. But I think you're going to see on the Disney Plus side, you're going to see some kind of like, especially for the Marvel and the Star Wars stuff, you're going to have to pay or have a higher subscription tier to watch it early. It's just like with I the video games now. Like if you, like when NBA 2K comes out, they know they're going to sell a gazillion copies of it. But hey, if you get the uh, the $100 version, you get to play it a week early. Yeah, and everyone wants it, so they can go I, on YouTube and talk about it, and they can avoid all the problems. I and dropped and, eighty nine bucks on PGA two K twenty three. Yeah, because you got access to Tiger and Jordan, and I got to play a week early. Yeah, it was the download was ready. I woke up, and the little message was on my phone that yeah. Tiger Woods Golf is ready to play. Two K day. Yeah. Yep. So the, I Let's think I think that. you're definitely getting to that. So, but the fact that they're going to start charging you, they I'm not. This is not confirmed. The fact that probably you're going to have some kind of tiered experience on Disney plus in relation to the parks does not mean that the parks are going back to 2014. So let's get one thing out of the way yeah. right now. You're not getting free fast passes back. No, it's not happening. People it's let's think about this. So anybody that goes to parks on both sides of the country, that's yep. in the early days of this podcast, I would come back to DJ before he went to Disneyland raving about this wonderful thing they had in California called the Max Pass. And for 10 bucks a day, yeah. I could go on. And back then, I was ripping through a dozen rides a day. It was amazing. And even with Genie Plus prices, so like we've talked about ad, ad nauseum on Disney World, like, you know, so obviously, you know, some parks, it doesn't make sense. It might not make sense to do it at Animal Kingdom because there's not enough rides or whatever. But like at Disney, like people think it's going to go away at Disneyland. You're you're nuts. It's It went up at Disneyland in price because $20 was way too good of a value. It was too cheap. It was there, too yeah. cheap. So it's 25 it now, was, but it was cheaper and it was more limited there. Exactly. Like you sold out of those yeah. early in the day. Every but day. Frank, especially at Disneyland, anyone who listens to the show or has watched the YouTube video, which if you haven't go out to YouTube and watch the video of me and Chris, we did 32 friggin' rides in one day. Mm -hmm. We did every fast pass ride between Disneyland and, uh, California adventure in one day on two hours sleep. It was awesome. It was awesome. You can't do that Disney World. It's a little bit different. But I think, I mean, so they've already, well, it has been confirmed, but there's a rumor out there that they're changing the park reservation system, which is fine because it is a little too much. They, 
I think this is an amazing magic trick that Disney's pulling off on these people. It is. So just pay attention. By virtue of the fact that you were going to single park pricing on your tickets, your reservation system in essence became null and void. And that's all they're doing. So basically you're... And all they're really doing is they're they're if you buy a ticket for a day, you're guaranteed a park entry. It doesn't say what park, mm-hmm. but somewhere. But again, like if you're going on for one day, you have to pick what you're buying your ticket for. So it's a you reservation check avail- Yeah, you got to check availability before you buy your ticket. Hundred percent. Make sure you can get so it. So it's there's still a reservation system. They're just not making you click on an extra page. It's what it is. Essentially, what it that's is. That's all it is. And, and annual pass holders still have to do it. They managed to bundle it in with a price increase. Yep. And at Disneyland, they turned annual passes back on for about three hours before they stopped it again. And at Disney World, I just don't think you're going to get your your non-Fortorizing annual passes back anytime soon. It's I don't know if they're going to open up new sales, but you saw they were more than happy to put the price increase for all For renewals. Others. They're just going to price people out of it to where people don't want Here's, it anymore. And this is the one thing that I kind of... I don't know what goes into the pricing and the model. I mean, when you look at it, if you're going to be going down there a ton, it's still cheaper. Like we've all done the math as to when it made sense to buy the annual pass. And usually for us, if we got to like 10 days back in the old day, if you were doing the two weeks or a full week, like an eight day and a long weekend or something. Yeah, two, like if you're going like for 10 days over the course of the calendar year, it made sense. You were fine. And then you had it for like the random that you might pull off later like if you you pop down for like a preview night or something it didn't matter right yeah um this is the one thing that kind of seems a little backwards and i'd love to know somebody in the park that or somebody in the business that knew why those are the things that if you're buying out-of-state annual passes those people that'll drop that kind of coin are your biggest revenue base. They're having to come down and stay in your hotels and eat all your meals. And they're, if they're buying it out of state, they know they're coming for more than it would be just to buy your single days. Yeah. I th- it's- I think the 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 feeling is that those people are going to come anyway. Yeah. And they are. Could be. All, you know, Spartacus on Facebook. I'm never going again. You, you are. It. You're going. You're all going. So the, the so the big thing was like I said like, so Iger took over and at the parks immediately well not immediately like I said you have now this floated out theory that the reservation system changing again it's not changing they're just they're they're doing it for you when you buy your ticket so it's still happening people think that the reservation system is going away you're out of your mind the data point is way too valuable in the greater scheme of things especially when they're trying to fix money problems if anything they're gonna have the parks make more money to cover for other exactly. They will continue to pump the one that's cranking out cash because mm-hmm. um, it didn't slow down. No. Everybody complained at the last price rate. Everybody complained when the reservation system went into Everything effect. Sold. It's full all the time. You went it's, for food and wine. You could even get in a freaking line to buy a freaking cannoli. Well, and it's, oh my God. We I told you yeah. the last time we were there in October, we walked out. We did Epcot. We did the front of the park, did Guardians a couple times. We did all those rides. Walked across the bridge, walked across the walkway, took the turn to go to Mexico, and it was a wall of people. Yep. Every stand, there was 45-minute waits. I mean, yeah. we're talking these things were snaking like you would have never waited, and it was hot as hell. I mean, there's yeah. there all kinds of things that were going wrong with this situation, right? Yeah. So people are complaining about, and this is one thing I've seen constantly online, the access to the parks, the reservation system, the pricing, you're pricing people out. 
and I saw this floated in one of the articles that they want it um, more accessible for everybody. You want his, are the people that are saying this, have any of them gone down during the park reservation system? Your crowds haven't gone down at all. No. It is still packed. It is on your busy days. It is still wall to wall. Mm -hmm. And now you're trying to find ways to get more people, more people in because it's going to improve the experience. No, it's not. That's, that's the thing. So we joked about this when it first took place and Sean and DJ and Matt, I think to a certain extent were laughing at me like, this is genius from a business standpoint. Now I can control my costs. I know how many people I need in each park. I can control the amount of revenue that's coming in. The only problem, the only thing that's going to change is Iger's not going to say it out loud. Yes. Chappick went on like earnings calls and things like that. He's like, screw annual pass holders. And let's not kid. There was a reason why Chappick got renewed. Yes. The board wasn't unhappy with him to throw him another two-year contract. Yeah. They just cost them. And now, kids, remember, they got to come up with another 20 to 40 million plus the stock options yep. that they have to pay off at some point yep. <clears throat> to make Chappick go away, which is why Hero Bob's only getting like, I think I heard a million dollars. Yeah. His salary is teeny, teeny, tiny yeah. to come back and fix the mess. Yeah. You know? That he caused. It's, he was, I won't say it's entirely his fault, but you can't put it on Chappick where 90% of the stuff you're complaining about was put in place under Iger. Oh yeah. And, and obviously like in, in just the way, like obviously like I don't know the man personally, but the way he was so forthcoming with just basically, basically as he, the way he was a publicly such a dick, everyone had to have known that was going to happen. That could not have it's, been like a, like a switch he w- flip. He was a dick to the adults that are still holding their stuffies. Yes. He, in the world of business, he was a CEO. Yeah. He was, he was running a global multinational multi-billion dollar conglomerate with all these balls in the air mm-hmm. trying to make sure that at the end of the day you're still turning a profit yep. out of all these things and it's hard for a lot of people to understand they want the magic right yeah it's and you and i butt head not butt heads but we'll have conversations about this because we look at it through different colored lenses yeah. like you see the magic of Everything's going, oh my God, all this new merch. Yeah, yeah. I walk through and I say, there's a mark, there's a mark, there's a mark, there's a mark. Like, yeah, it's not vastly different than I was at a wrestling show last night. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, this whole thing is a friggin' work. Yeah. And you got, everybody plays it. And I take my kid. I go multiple times a year. So I'm guilty. I'm right on that fence. Yeah. Depending on the day and my aggravation level, (laughs) I can fall on either side. And I'm even coming around to your way of thinking like where I, there's days that I have the stupid spending and Hey, look, I have trucks of artwork showing up at the house for no apparent reason and no place to hang it because it looked really cool. And then there's other days like, Oh, come on. I'm like, really? Should there be 150 people in for a plastic popcorn bucket? You're never going to reuse. It's my brother tried to find that toad bucket. Yeah. They were wiped out. Mm-hmm. And he was there the day after they went on sale. It's, he saw somebody with a stroller that hit every popcorn stand to get the holiday popcorn buckets. The little kid looked like three years old is walking next to the stroller that they should be riding in at 1130 at night at the Christmas party because their parent had to get all these freaking buckets to try to sell on eBay or whatever. It's, yeah. it's a huge market. Oh, yeah. The amount of money Disney fans will spend on Disney stuff even tangential Disney stuff, it's it's phenomenal. 
but the give and take there is they want to be made to feel special and they want it to have a certain R and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it goes with the unwritten thing. You know, it's a business, you know what it takes to run this, yeah. you know, they just by and large, they don't want to hear it. So, but what are they, what does Disney do better than everybody? Smoke and mirrors. The haunted mansion that's, is just mirrors and lights. That's exactly it. Have you ever been on a ride where lights, you know, that's what this, you know, this, something, this is Disney magic. Um, optics. Have you, Think about this, kids. Have you ever ridden Peter Pan when the ride stops and the light goes on? And you said, you know, with a paint set and a few thousand dollars at Home Depot for plywood. You could build, I could build my own Peter Pan's flight, no problem. It's, but that's not it. They're playing on the nostalgia. Exactly. They're playing on that feeling you had when you were a kid and they're counting on you handing that off to your child as it goes forward. So, and by and large, exactly. it works. <laughs> yeah, so so with the you know the the Iger optics will say back. Let's just get all the things that are not changing out of the way. Your free fast passes are not coming back. Mm-mm. Your dining plan is not coming back anytime soon. Your merchandise is not getting cheaper, your park reservation system is not going away. You're not getting your Disney stores back. Nope, because it didn't make any financial sense to have a Disney store in a dying mall. Yeah. No. Just to sell the same stuff you can um they'll keep the one in Times Square. Yeah, because that's but that's not for the store. That's because every time a camera shot of Times Square happens, uh, you see a Disney New logo. Year's Eve or something. You see a giant Disney logo right there. Same exactly. reason Toys R Us had it there. Exactly. Nobody went to Times Square for toys. Exactly, and you'll get people that come to New York City from other countries that will go to the Disney Think store and buy a bunch M&M, of plushies. Nintendo, any of those things. Exactly it's because of the advertising. Exactly, it's a, it's it's a billboard. That's it. Yep, billboard that like kind of pays for itself if yeah. you sell enough merch. Yep, and again, like I just. You know, things are prices. Are, like, it's just the world we live in. Prices are going to keep going up I, until people until there's a tumbleweed rolling through that park. It's not going to stop. That's the thing. So this isn't going to mean anything to anybody outside of Boston. For years, we bitched about the Bruins. Yep. Uh, we were just talking about a team from '88. Yep. I was the biggest Bruins fan. I'm like dusting shit off to show DJ <laughs> my old Bruins stuff because in high school, I lived and died and breathed the Bruins. That's what the starter jacket was when I was a yeah. kid. Like I loved going into the garden. I loved going to the games. But they would never do enough to compete, yes. right? And the thing was, then this is jumping off of DJ's point. The only way it was ever going to change is if people stopped going to the games. But people loved their hockey so much in here, they never had to. Yeah. So the company, the organization itself, continued to make money. Yeah. And that's, you turn the ATM that's all he cared. You don't need to. And that's the guy that owns the Bruins is a concessions guy. Yeah. It's all about units. Yep. If you're coming in and you're paying, the team's ancillary. If they're good, great. If not, great. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're always just good enough to get at least one playoff series. Yep. Because you get to sell that many more hot dogs. Exactly. So, yeah. So, all these, so all this parks is not going to change. I mean, people said, I, I think, I'm hoping people will get the false sense of security with him back and just honestly shut the hell up. I think it'll so I'm quiet so sick down of listening some. to it. Yeah. I, I don't all the pie in the sky stuff that people are talking about that you think he's gonna start unwinding yeah. some of this stuff. Um no, because that would take no. revenue off the board. Honestly, honestly, in order to continue to pump through, they need the parks to perform. That's the parks tend to buttress all the other business aspects, right? So it's going to be one of those things where, and nobody wants to think about this, but they're going to have to create more revenue streams. They're going to have to draw more revenue out of there 
because we'll get to this in the top yep. three. They need to give people a constant reason to go back. There's only so many anniversaries and so many times, and we joked about it a little because how many things can you throw a 50th logo yeah, on? Make the mug shiny to bigger. get people to buy. So they're already starting. My daughter, 13 years old, loves it as much as anybody, right? She saw a commercial come across, and under her breath, I heard her go, how the hell long is this anniversary? I'm like, every anniversary is at least 18 months to two years. You're going to have it six months early, and you're going to go at least six months after the anniversary year. Um, They're already talking about, now it's going to be the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. company. Yeah. And you're going to have that everywhere. Yeah. And so, kids, when you go to the World of Disney down Florida, expect that middle section to the back yep. where the anniversary stuff is. That's all going to be 100th. Yep. It's all going to stay. It's just going to be different merch that will have a different logo on it. And they will sell a metric shit ton of exactly. it. So that's such a good takeaway. So, so all the stuff people want to change isn't going to change. But we're trying to think of it from like a more realistic perspective, which is funny for me because I'm not the most realistic human being on the planet, but let's do um, top three changes you think will happen or dream changes you think will happen under this new Iger regime. Okay. Um, I didn't do honorable mention. Not me neither. This is a quickie one here. Um, Number three for me is a park refresh. Okay. And by that, I mean, you need much like they're doing with Epcot. They need to bring new attractions in. Yep. To these parks. You got to get freaking Tron done. It took them way too long. And you see the testing. Yeah. But now, you saw the date. Yeah. They're talking about April. Because they so want to- they're going to target April vacation. Yep. And they want to have it be another reason for people who came. I came for the 50th when I have to go for Tron because Tron didn't happen during the 50th. That's it. They left the carrot dangling there for you to see. No different than every time you got on the train and they were hyping the Fantasyland refresh. Yep. And it got pushed off a couple months. And it got pushed yeah. off a few months. And then it was supposed to, like, when I went for the preview at Beast Castle for dinner, we were, like, already six months beyond. Yeah. It just happened to yep. coincide when we were down there for one of them. It was, like, the walk up and get a reservation that day kind of thing. Exactly. And since we're talking about Tron, I fully think, at the very least, um, we, we should go down for one night when we can get DVC preview. Sure. Go do dinner somewhere. And then, yeah, that'd be good. Cause I'm dying to go on that ride. Yeah. It sounds like March. Yeah. They're going to so start the previews. Go down for like, just like one night, get a, get a late night Tron reservations. We've talked about it. I got points to burn. So <laughs> let's, let's do it. You, you, you book the room. I'll, be, I'll buy the dinner. There you go. Um, now, what's your three? Okay. My number three is something we've talked about on the show before. Uh, the magic carpet pass. Mm-hmm. I think you were going to get to a point where the, um, especially for your magic kingdom and probably your Epcot now because of the amount of attractions that, you're going to get a flat fee, um, appless fast pass. So give me your, give me your 85 bucks for the day and just, Go. you can hit everything once. And I think it's going to happen because it just makes too it's, much sense. There's a price point in between your VIP and your genie plus that somebody would pay. So if I'm taking my kid every other year, but if you told me, hell, it's going to be 400 bucks a person. For the one day, we'll double it up, right? It's not the 189; it's going to be 389. Yep. It's going to cost me an extra 200, even. Yep. But I can knock off everything in a day with that kid. Just walk on to everything and give them the experience they want. Yep. Like the VIP is stupid expensive. It is. But that doesn't mean I haven't sat there and done the math and said, 
okay, if my brother's there and there's five of them and four of us and it's, you start working and like you see families cobbling together. Yeah. That's my favorite when you see the one guide. And these clearly 12 people that don't know each oh, other. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. That are all together. They found yeah. themselves on a message board yep. or something, and they do it. But you know why? They had the best friggin' day. They walked into every reservation. They got on every ride. Exactly. And it made it worthwhile. So It yeah, has to come. It would work. Yeah. I'd be good with that. Okay, number two. My number two is something, I think you need to dust off something that's been long in talks and they just walked away from it. And I think it solves a lot of problems. I think they got to revisit those plans for the fifth park. Yep. I think they need to, you want to do a villains theme. You want to do whatever. If the, if the contract with universal is causing you that much headache that you can't do a superhero park, buy it out. you can buy it out. Yeah. That's a one time. Uh, now this is accountant businessman talking here. This isn't something that it ties your hands. Yeah. Money solves all problems. Yes. It really does. And you still have a boatload of money and you have a ton of cash coming in every day. So that's it. I would, I think you need to do that. It solves your crowding problem. Yeah. It spreads that stuff out. I mean, it solves a lot of issues and it gives you the additional revenue. Yes. Now, understand that's going to take a boatload of cash. Yeah. To build another You're already on the land. You own it all. You're building an affordable housing complex. You're building your own city. Yeah, you should just build a park. So, now I would go with the fifth park. Cool. Uh, my number two is um, I'm calling it Deluxe Plus Resorts. Mm. I think you're going to get to a point where there's an extra tier of resorts. Whether they go back and revisit the lakeside lodges, the reflections, sure. or whatever it was, your cabins, your bungalows, your two bedroom Crawfordians, your Rivieras, your non studio rooms, basically. You're going to have a, uh, another tier, Deluxe Plus, and what that's going to get you, that will get you things like, if not your Magic Carpet Pass, but your 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 Fast Pass Plus included, or your Tron Reservation included, and all these kind of things, like what Universal does, they're just oh going to, you're yeah. going to segue off, so you're going to, and it's going to make stuff like all-star music, like no and Void, but you can't do it with studios, but eventually you either build either family rooms or you're, you'll you'll tear off like the one and two bedrooms and stuff like that, and just you have to have another tier of resort that comes with something, whether that's a tables of wonderland type discount mm-hmm. or just so, just something that again costs them nothing, but optically makes you think you're getting a better deal and having a better time. It's we did it at Universal in June. Yeah, stayed at Hard Rock. The hotel wasn't. I mean, it needs to be updated. Yeah, the hotel was fine. Yeah. Um, but the crazy thing was. The food there was better than at a Disney resort, like your chicken fingers and your burger. Yeah, yeah. It's, you had a higher level of food because they were pulling it from the restaurant. Yes. That was right next door. And the access you got to the parks and being able to walk onto all of those rides, that's, if you provide something like that, you're going to get more people going to the parks in the middle of the summer because they don't have to spend 12 hours to try to do everything. Yep. You can get in there for four hours, get everything done and get the hell out. We were hitting in in the morning and hitting a movie in the afternoon and we'd go back in at night to ride a couple more rides. 100%. It was ideal. Yeah. They got to get closer to that. Yeah. And and, and this is coming from a DVC member where it will circumvent us being as DVC members, which is fine, whatever, but I don't care anymore. It's just, it's, 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 it's inevitable. And it might be something where, hey, you book a one-bedroom Grand Floridian, um, but you're here as a DVC member, so but you can upgrade to Deluxe Plus Resort Perks for an extra like 500 bucks or whatever. There you go. It's the the reality of the DVC membership is you just prepaid your hotel. Yeah, which is great. That's a, and you get other little perks. You get the discounts yeah, yeah, and stuff you get like more that sometimes and stuff. It's fine. But I mean, 
You're not special. DDC, you haven't been special since the first wave. Yeah. Like, I know my um my brother's in-laws bought at the beach club like right after yeah. the first wave. Yeah. So they missed the park tickets yeah. for life kind of thing. Like, it, that first group, like, we were all too young to have the money to buy it. Yeah, when you're, you got free park tickets on top of it, now you can just upgrade to a hopper or whatever. Yeah. I mean, oh my God. Then, yeah, those those... 10,000 people, whatever yeah. they are, are special. And the rest of us? And you're already seeing it with stuff like the Top of the World Wilds now being for direct members only. So you might get to a point where you're talking like this, you know, if they did like a resort plus thing, you're going to have stuff like where your Victoria Alberts reservations are only for deluxe plus reservations right. or your California grills or stuff like that. I mean, it's, there's a whole wave of stuff that people are going to pay for anyway, but said you can trick people into think they're having a better time. Who are the people that have the most money to spend? You want to well, get they're staying at the fucking Grand Floridian. You want to get your professional couples to go. You want to get you and April to pop down for a weekend. You want to get me and Heather to yep. pop down and get a room under the Riviera for three nights yep. and spend at the higher end restaurants. Yeah. You want to entice them to get there. That would do it. Yeah. 100%. That's a way to do it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Right. Numero uno. My number one, it goes back to their biggest loss leader here. They have to do something with their streaming platform. Okay. Be it rework the cost model, which I don't think, I think they've kind of painted themselves into a corner. You have all the magic IP. Mm -hmm. You can't go and put a Fox Fantastic Four movie out. It has to be at the level you're used to. Yeah. Right now you're losing money on the stream. There's one streamer in the world that's making money and that's Netflix. Yeah. They're the only ones, right? Yeah. And they are desperately trying to find franchises. Yeah. Desperately. What's the one thing you have in spades? Franchises. You have the IP. You have what they're trying to create with the gray man, with any of this. They've done it once with Stranger Things. Yeah. They went and bought Squid Game, but how, two, three seasons maybe? I mean, that's, I loved it. It was fucked up and fun as hell. Yeah. But there's only so far you can take something like that, right? Yeah, because it, yeah, it's like Saw. Like, if, so only, like the the shock and awe is going to be there again. You put the Disney Studios together with a Netflix streaming platform. Yeah, I mean, it could be gold. Now, please keep the Disney GUI in search engine. It's a little better it's a little than better, yeah. Netflix. Netflix. I don't know, like, how the hell did that get suggested to me? Which but, is which is why it was weird that like Disney decided to take on Daredevil themselves since they're leasing it back out to Netflix. I'm telling you, we we didn't talk about it in the main episode, but it kind of comes back to don't discount Bob's ego. Bob didn't come back to babysit. Yeah. It's he's going to want to make a play, be it either the sale or another acquisition. There's going to be some kind of a merger. There'll be some kind of an agreement that he needs to be able to ride off on his white horse. Yeah. It's, I don't know if the Apple thing will happen. Those rumors came back immediately. I mean, they're the one person out there that could just write a check yeah, and say, like, everybody puts Disney in your top 10 companies or something like that. Yeah. Apple's in, like, your top two or three. Yeah. In terms, like, there was a number at one point, the money they were keeping offshore in Ireland because they couldn't bring it back for tax purposes was enough to buy Disney. Jesus Christ. It's one of those kind of things. Because... Disney is as somebody that does this stuff at work, right? On a much, much, much yeah. tinier scale. But this is the easiest thing to model in the world. Where am I getting the money to pay this back? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting hundreds of millions from here and here and here and here and here every single year. 
right? So I think there's going to be some kind of a play there. I don't think the streaming is going away. They've invested too much. The content's all there. That's... I'm expecting them to do something. Yeah, there. they'll find ways to monetize it. So my my number one, you've already talked about, and it's the same thing with you know, Iger's stamp, like his you know his uh, silver tuna, basically, and it's the fifth gate. Yeah. Um, you're in a world where um, right now Six Flags probably won't be around in a couple of years. Um, they're 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 screwed, completely screwed. So that's like your your every man's ability to go to a, a Six Flags theme park in the summer is going to be over with. Um, Universal's building a third park and granted it's Universal it's going to be a bunch of screens and shit probably but the hype is real for the Epic oh. Universe um, more Harry Potter Nintendo Land Universal Monsters like all these things people love you need to spread people out more and you, then with the fifth gate also you sell more everything um, it allows you to build more resorts it allows you to do 100%, all kinds of things 100% and with you know again fifth gate you know you could Hey, this new fifth gate only has Magic Carpet Pass, and um, it's uh, deluxe plus resort. People can get in early, and all these other like freaking little tricks you can you play. You can pull enough little incentives there to pay that fucker off in the first yep. three years, and because people want to stay by that gate. Yeah, yep. and yeah. you you brought something up with the Marvel stuff. I think they're already kind of they're already inching towards the Marvel stuff because I don't know if you remember, like it kind of like went away real quick, but they already kind of strong armed. Um, Universal back. Hey, guess what? You're losing Simpsons land. We're taking them back. You can't use it anymore. So I think there might be some kind of trade. There's a given play. Yeah, there's exactly. a give and take there. Like, hey, you could just paint the Hulk roller coaster a different color and call it something else, or you could tear all this shit out and have to rebuild it. You know, there's wasn't Men in Black a Fox movie too? Like, there's yeah. there's a ton like of stuff. Over, but, but Simpsons, you is, could cripple a Sim- chunk of their stuff. Simpsons is a third of their park is Simpsons land. So you could you could be like, hey, you have to shut all this down now. You got to think that's the majority your stores, of your quickie merch, your bathrooms, yeah. like merch, exactly all this stuff. So there's 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 a barter to be made there. Um, and Certainly. I think I mean you need Marvel because Avengers Campus was kind of cool. Oh, it looks amazing. It's small. The Spider Man ride is really cool. Um, the gift shop was nice. You're slowly the seeing... pimp test kitchen was delicious. The food was excellent. And so, even that, all the money there went into the experience. Yeah, of being able to see, you know. Little pretzel go to giant pretzel and yes, stuff like that. Yes, ex- exactly. Yeah. And it's the size of, you know, basically the room we're in right now. It's not very big. No. So if you can do that in a, on a full scale, and then you can bring in everything you've done, like the Iron Man coaster from Tokyo and all this stuff. And You've already seen little bits and pieces of Marvel in the parks. Yeah. You, they can't use any of the core characters. No. They, you know, Doctor uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff. And you can you use- got Guardians. Um, when the first Doctor Strange came out. Yep. We went to the Doctor Strange meet and greet. Yep. Um, in Hollywood they have Studios. They have that at Disneyland, yeah. You could wander around and, oh, this is a Daily Bugle mailbox. Yep. Like, we can't make a movie, but we can we can hint towards all of the stuff that you love. Yeah. So, and I, they just... That was when they were building Toy Story Land. Yeah. They had Doctor Strange. They did the front of... Um, the front of the Sanctum. Yeah. They had, like, the stairs and they and did a little thing one thing we there. didn't talk about, actually, that we should have... that it, it coincides to everything we've talked about in the top three is that they need to get Disney Imagineering back on track. Right now, you have an architect running it. I don't think that's going to last very long. But like, you're even like you know under Iger, your Toy Story Land sucked. It's your um. There needs to be a focus on yeah. That Mickey's piece. Runaway Railway kind of sucked. I mean, Galaxy's Edge was awesome, but it needs it needed to be its own park. It needs like three more rides. Um, your Star Cruiser is we hit bombing. It. We hit Galaxy's Edge now to hit the two rides, and then we're out. Yeah. If there's if there's an opening in the cantina, we'll get a drink. If not, yep. it's, it's, it's like I've done my sabers. Get out. We've done yeah. the 
We've done the droid thing. Yeah. Oh, it's, we will eat lunch there though, because I think in Hollywood Studios it's your best food. It, but it it really they it's kind of out of the way in the back, yep, and it's like and your your Star Cruiser is tanking right now. They're gonna lose their ass on that. Um, and it all goes back to timing. and this and this is an Iger problem too. That, that was an Iger thing. He he yeah. kicked that off. And as again, as you built a park and a hotel and an experience and all this stuff on the backs of. 30 and 40 year old guys like me and I don't get to see any of my guys. I don't get my Darth nope. Vader, my R2-D2, my C-3PO, my Lando Calrissian, my Hansel. I don't get any of my guys. You get, you see them but not much. Yeah. You like see on the Star some. Group, it's like, you you know, you have a, I haven't read the book yet. I bought the book for like Hansel and Princess Leia's honeymoon was on the Star Cruiser. Was on the Halcyon. I bought the uh, graphic novel for Harley to read. Okay, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and they had the comics and stuff but it's like, you need, you know, your, your Boba Fett's and your Greedos and you need all that. You need to have the stuff that, you know, there's a reason why it was worth $4 billion and it wasn't Ray and friggin' Finn. Well, and now they're bringing Mando. Yes. Man- you're yeah. Mando and Grogu are out there. And, and there is, there's, and you're talking slowly. about possibly uh, building a Razor Crest too. And, but yeah. So, so yeah, so there's, it's not, get, it's not getting cheaper folks. If anything, it's going to go the opposite way because the park's holding up the rest of the company right now. It is. Yep. So Chris had Park Refresh, which I agree with, Fifth Gate, and uh, the di- big Disney Plus changes. I had a Magic Carpet Pass, which is just a really expensive Genie Plus, uh, a new tier of Disney Plus resorts, and Fifth Gate. Um, all this has one thing in common. Free stuff not coming back. It's all just getting more expensive. It's more spending to more spending. draw more people in. It is. It's That's what it the is. only way you can get more revenue That's just out of it's, the, it's, the, it's the way of the world. I mean, if you, you're we're paying $4 for a dozen eggs. If you think you're getting free Fast Passes back and free food, you're out of your mind. Um little bit of advice too. Stop bitching about every casting as we're redoing live action versions of The Little Mermaid and this and that. Yeah. It's, if they wanted to make the same thing over and over again, they don't have to make it. You already have it. Yeah. Go back and watch it. Yeah, they're just resetting you, a freaking have it. A clock. <laughs> they're trying to give you something different. Yeah. Which is what everybody says they want until it's not different in the way you want it. No, and it's and honestly, like the live action movies, like, I mean, Fine, I, they've been batting for 500, you know? Jungle Book was excellent. Lion King sucked. It doesn't. Aladdin was really be, good. Pinocchio was. Eh. It doesn't have to be for everybody. Dumbo sucked. Would it might be okay? I don't know. I mean, Hercules is probably gonna be horrible, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Who cares? They don't it's, care. This is. You guys are asking for more of the characters that you know. Yeah. They're giving it to you, and you just don't like it in the way they're coming. Yeah, exactly. That's all. And I'm guilty of that. So, too, so obviously, I'm the king. So yeah. Uh, okay, everyone, well, thanks for sh- listening. Um, sorry it's been a while. Um, follow us on Twitter at fmen 37 um, Go ahead and subscribe, and we reviews wherever you get your stuff. Go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel and um, all that kind of good jazz. And also, don't forget, uh, tpublic.com has sales from now through Christmas. Go buy a Fan Man t-shirt. Sweet. Later, kids. Bye.